Welcome to Jewish History with Rabbi David Katz, connecting the human side to Jewish history. For sponsorship opportunities or to support this podcast, please visit our donate page at www.support.rabbidavidkatz.com. Hi, it's, uh, let's see, it's Wednesday, Wednesday evening. Wednesday night, <clears throat> and uh, I'm going to try to do the summum bonum uh, tonight, which is, as always, being sponsored by Mishpacha Stefanski. Um, a little bit tired, but I'll, I can do it. Came back late at night because I was in Pesach for the wedding of the Raidens and Raidens and the Spurns. Uh, a nice wedding. So, uh, Miles up to the new couple, and off we go. We've been talking about the Ramban, and, you know, as is often the case, the two big opinions, not the only ones, but the two big opinions in, 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 in medieval Jewish thought, in other words, what we call Torah literature, is usually Rambam and Ramban. Because Ramban knows what the Rambam says, but he often disagrees with it. And this is a classic example. What exactly is Olam Haba? So I tried to go last time or two to explain the Ramban has a very distinct opinion of what Gehenna is, and his very distinct opinion of what Ganadin is, which happens, you know, uh, upon death. But that is not Ulam Haba, okay? That is not Ulam Haba, not to him. And he quotes the Rambam in this, it's all here in the Shara Gamul, you know, so it's, uh, which I uh, mentioned before. So he quotes the Rambam, but he takes issue with him. And uh, basically, the Rambam says that Ulam Haba means. And the world that's coming, that is to say, not something that exists only in the spiritual way, in a metaphysical way. It's going to be physical. And the reward of the righteous is to get to this, you know, spiritual Disneyland. That, In other words, that's the wrong word. To What will be a physical Disneyland, but in, in Ruchnia's sense, it, it'll be a, a world. You'll live in this world, but you live in a a more exalted plane of unbelievable uh, exaltation. But it, it, but it's happening in, in this world. You understand? Uh, that's the funny thing. And so the Ramban basically says, He agrees that the final goal, like the Rambam says, is Olam Haba, not the Ganadin and that sort of thing. Uh, but he explains that even though the Gemara, you know, the Gemara says, Yeshlam Elo, how's it going? Perkele, call Yisrael Yeshlam Chelo, call him Abba, and the Chelo Abba, Velo Bir Beferish, Imu Olam Hanashamas, the Scharm Magil, the Cholachas man, Achramavas. But it's not clear from the Mishnah when it says, call Yisrael Yeshlam Chelo, call him Abba, whether they mean a purely spiritual kind of Olam Abba or a metaphysical one. Oh, who Olam Acher, she is Chadish, or does it mean another physical world? And your goof will be also be Nenefamulhabo. So basically, a person's going to die. He'll be in Ganeid or Gehenna or wherever. But then at the final call, if he's righteous, if he's Zoch, as they say, um, then he'll get his goof back and everything. And he'll live in this uh, better plane of existence, which will be Olam Habo, which will be physical. Okay? Olam Nefesh, Olam Habo, Bizim 
possibly will be for the nefesh. That is to say, the hano will be for the nefesh, but it will be in this world. But when I say it will be in this world, but the divine presence will relate to this world differently than it does currently. Okay? Different than it's currently. Uh, if I would put my twist on what he's saying, because uh, I don't want to assign to him, uh, it's something along the lines that, you know, what we, the problem we have in this world, speaking from a purely spiritual perspective, is you can't really see God. You know? Maybe he's there, maybe he's not there. That's the way it's invisible. So you can argue that God exists. You can have a Mesorah. You can you can talk yourself into it, etc., 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 but you never know. Not by the modern definition of no, which is, you don't see it empirically. So you never know, 100%, does God exist or not? Does it make the whole thing baloney, maybe? The person with a Muna has a Muna. But a Muna is not the same thing as Yediyah. But in Olam Habo, there will be Yediyah. Then you will see or perceive God and that'll change everything. And that'll change the way you relate to all reality. And it'll be a super much higher uh, 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 level of existence than we have now. And therefore be a perfect world. I think, me, myself, and I, that he's, um, you know, relating this to the Adam, and, in my opinion, he's relating to this, the Adam and Eve story. Because Adam and Eve, Adam and Chava were in Ghanaian. That was a place. Everybody admits there was a place like that. And it was a perfect life. And they had the eights of this and the eights of that. And they could see Hashem's, quote-unquote. You know, they were as aware of the reality of Hashem as they were aware of the reality of their, their you know, their feet, you know, of, of a tree, of anything. Which is different than it is now. So there was no Hester, as we understand it now. Uh and it's not a question that they believe in God. You know, they, they interacted with him. They knew. Boy, did they know. Uh, that's what makes the chet so unusual. But um, you and I, if we do chatarim, usually, because <coughs> deep down, you don't, you, know, you don't know, no, no. You see? That's the root of all the ra. But olam haba, the other, the, ne- the next plane of existence, which only the righteous will get to, will be like this world except I'll see Hashem and I'll now you know I, I don't mean that physically but you know I'll see Hashem in the sense I, that, that I perceive the reality of it and remember it's the only reality that's there and it's the highest reality and it and and the um the pleasure from that is is going to be beyond beyond and you know in the Ramban in his typical way tries to back up his opinion by bringing all kind of agatas and Gemaras and this and that and the other, usually from Sanhedrin, because that's where you have the Gemara of and so forth. I understand that. Uh, and, you know, he tries to, to, to buttress his opinion because he knows he's going against the Rambam. But nevertheless, um, the point of what he's saying, which he summarizes, is after bringing all these different rayas, to me it's clear, he says, Sholom haba hamor b'chomakam. This term olam haba, ainu olam hanishamus, right? Aschar megila miad achre misa. It's not referring to what the Rambam understands it to be, which is 
a metaphysical plane, a different type of existence, which basically means if a person is righteous, then um, they get into Olam Haba, that is to say, their Neshama, which is all that's left of them, right, the goof is gone. Their Neshama is going to be, you know, Nenem Zivashchina, so to speak, in a different plane of existence. Wrong. Wrong. Ela Olam Hu, Sha'asid HaKadosh Baruch Hu there's going to be another world. God will create. Now, when I say create, I don't know necessarily with Yeshmiyayim, but in other words, but he will fashion, you know, a different type of world, meaning a different place of existence. But it'll be a physical existence like you and I have now. Olam who the Olam Haba is according to Ramban. Olam Shaosid Akadish Bakal Lakacho Laachimosamashikhiasamasim. So in other words, first will come those things, the 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 Mosamashikhiasamasim and all that. Um and the new world, by the way, will have a base of Migdash and all that sort of thing. He talks about the instruments. Of the the you know the the there's a medrash that's a beis olomim shem yitziyosu b'olam hazeh kach yitziyosu l'habo and you know in other words and and there will be instruments and music l'am natsech al shminis and all that stuff. Uh, what it means to him is the music. Let me let me put it this way: when you listen to music, it's your soul having hana. I mean, when you go ah, this is great. I mean, what is it? It's not physical, you know. It, it just touches something in you. So that's your higher part. And uh, the, the next world will be like that, right? The spheros, as he puts it. Okay? But in other words, as he says, Nilma Fair Sholem Hab, Olam Sheishba Guf, Umigdash, the Caliph. There will be a base of Migdash. There will be special Caliph from the base of Migdash. More holy and spiritual and ethereal than the, than the ones in the. Previous temples, the Ainam Olam Hanashamas. Okay? So, I mean, you know, he says it over and over again. So he understands, that's why I said, you know, it'll be like some fantastic new world uh, that you'll either be lucky enough to enter or not. Okay? Uh, yeah, and, and as I say over here, he backs it up his way. So, you, you know, with this Rai and that Rai, and, you know, to tell you the truth, a lot of these. Raya's that he brings, you could you could learn it the Rambam way also, but I'm not going to go into that. Harishin is bar shalom haba eno molam anashamas elom nivra kayam sheimatzibo anchi atchil begufa nefesh. There will be an existence. Uh, in his language, a little bit funny. Olam nivra, it'll be a created world. That is to say, it'll be a physical world, but it'll be created now. I don't know if he means a new ma'asabracious exactly. Maybe he does. Means a makobel, but. Either way, it won't be like the world that you are in now. And that's why it's funny, because this, the, the same famous Gemara and Brachas that the Rambam f- f- uses is so well known to uh, back of his idea that all the physical descriptions of Olam Haba are just a mushal. The Rambam reads it like, no, it's not a mushal at all. It says... Olam haba in lo achila, lo shtiya, lo piri rivia, lo masamatan, lo kinav, lo sinav, lo tachras. El tzedikim yoshim after the same brashem, hein nenem is He says, yes. 
You know, in the Olam Haba, there won't be a Chilushtia. That's already different. Uh, let's say you and I make it to Olam Haba, which we pray for. So we're righteous enough to get in. So, I mean, it'll be time and space. It'll be a place, a world, you know, however. Uh, but we won't live the same way that we live at this, at this very moment right now. Because right now, there's Achilashtia, there's Piriyavarivya, there's Mata Matan, we do business, there's Kinesinatachras, there's bad traits. Imagine a world, again, I'm just trying to give you a taste of how I understand the Ramban sees it. If you had a world without Kinesinatachras, I just want you to think about that for a second. What if we had a world with world peace? Instead of the nations all hating each other, and constantly plotting against each other. Suppose all mankind, Mama said like a liberal, we're all going to get along, everybody's going to be tutti-frutti, it'll be great. And you want to know something? It's not necessary for anybody today to suffer. We have enough food out there, provided it's properly organized. We have enough resources. Everybody can have, can have clothes. Nobody has to go barefoot. Nobody has to go starving, anything like that. Bechlal. We have enough resources to create an unbelievable world right now. Right now, at this moment in 2023, if we would marshal and use all the science, only Latov and not Lara. LMI, the human beings are what they are. So we, we, we use most of our resources for war or defense or things like this because you got to do it. But suppose America, China, Russia, everybody liked each other. Everybody liked each other. And there's no kinesin of Atakras. So it means when I walk on the street, it's no crime. I live in Baltimore. You live wherever you live. Imagine if you could walk in the middle of the night. No crime. <laughs> you understand? Nobody bothers you. You drop a 20 out of your pocket. Somebody goes over to you and picks it up and, and gives it to you. Say, you know, you, you lost your, your wallet. You know, you, you know, what if the, everybody was really nice? I mean, really? What if the Arabs were nice to the Jews and vice versa and so forth? You know, it's like, whoa, I can't even think of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't even think of that. That would be amazing. Suppose in schools and in social groups there were no bullies. Right? There's no such thing like that. No cliques. No, you know, no lotion heart. No sin akinatakras. You see where I'm going with this? Suppose everybody was a tzaddik, so to speak. And everybody really wanted to help the other person out. And it's it's low you talking that somebody should embarrass somebody else, should insult somebody else. Imagine if all husbands and wives got along totally 100% of the time. Well, that's probably impossible, <laughs> even for Olam Haba. But let's assume, right? Because all the spouses got along all the time. All the kids got along all the time. All the in-laws got along all the time. No more fights, mites, trites, bites, glites, all that stuff. You want to know something? To be amazing world. And that's the world today. That you and I are living in, as I say, in Tosh Shem Pei Gimel in 2023. It's the world is not like that, but there is nothing supernatural in what I just said. No, it wouldn't require a nace. Not really. It would just require a reordering of thinking, a different way of priorities. You know what I mean? That we require, and that we regard as miraculous because we say people are so perverse that if W. Katz talks like I'm, mean, he's talking about you know a chalom. I, I understand that. 
But you get what I'm saying. I never said that in order for the world to be perfect, we all have to grow wings and fly. You know, we all have to be. We have to grow twenty feet tall. You know, those are miraculous supernatural events. But what I just said, world peace. I mean, this has been the dream of genuine liberals. You know, for a long, long time, two hundred years now. Uh, it's wasted because you know the world is full of bad people. Uh, we've learned it, and you know. America cannot, uh, you know, end its uh, defense budget, unfortunately. Unfortunately. We're going to spend a trillion next year, I think. We could use that trillion other things. And same thing was true with Russia, China, Israel, the Arabs, and so forth. We could do it. So imagine a world like that. So there's Achila, there's Shtia, there's Pruervu, there's Masamatan, but there will be no Kinesinatachras. There will be no hatred, no jealousy. Nobody wants to diss anybody. Nobody wants to harm anybody. You want to know something? That'd be great. I would love to live in a world like that. So would you. Imagine a world, no perverts to bother your kids, nothing like that. You can, you know, anybody can walk anywhere at any time and nobody's going to bother them. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it'd be too good to be true. Now, Kalvachomer, if you're talking about a new olam that's going to be Nishadish, that will have those features in addition to other features. Because to me, personally, me, myself, and I, that's the most important feature of that Gemara when he says, Lo achilo, shtia, this, that, and the other. Lo sin akin You know, uh, sin is hatred, kin is jealousy, and tachris is competition. You know, one competing with the other. Uh, I don't care. I mean, it doesn't seem a big... It's not that big a deal to me whether it will be Achil or Shtil or Olam Habo. Maybe it'll be Achil or Shtil, so you'll have, everybody will have food. But, no kin of Sinatachris, that's amazing. Okay? Now, the Ramban says that the next world is going to be along the lines that I just described to you. It's going to be more, too. It's going to be much more than what I just said. I just gave a minimalistic thing. But just imagine that. I'm trying to show you as best as I can, in my poor knowledge, how the Ramban sees paradise at the perfect world. It'll be a, it, the Ramban, Rambam, Maimonides, he says it's got to be in a metaphysical plane, and you know, which means we do not know what we're talking about, as the Rambam himself says. Once you're talking about is the world Neshamas and this and that and the other, I can understand it sort of in a in a kind of something of a conceptual concept, but I don't know what it's like because I've never seen it. Nobody has. I and Larosel, Himzul We have no idea what it is. We just know it's good. But Ramban, by contrast, is talking about a world which you and I can grasp. Right? And he's saying that imagine if this world was perfect, and this will be even better. How will be even better? Because it won't be Achil Ashtia. Prove who and all the rest of it. El Sadikim Yoshimatra Saint Brashen and there was a Mizivashina. That is not a mushal. The Rambam says a mushal. The Ramban is not a mushal. There will be Sadikim, they will be sitting, there will be some kind of crowns on their head. Not a crown like the margarine commercial, but there'll be a crown, you know. After Saint Brosham, some kind of a crown. Meaning it's not just a spiritual expression. There will be like some kind of a Torah. And people in Nenem is which means, to Ramban, 
that, you know, that's why you don't have to eat. Because you, you can eat, you get your sustenance from the Ziva Shechina, uh, which is a higher level of sustenance. It's what Moses had in 40 days and 40 nights. You say, in other words, he wasn't starving. He was being fed differently. You see? Shekim anoshim azochim ben beziva shechina kekim ha-nefesh baguf olamazeh bachil that what you and I in this world um, do to maintain our bodies, which is eating and drinking, uh, so there will be accomplished in, a, in a, a more subtle way. So here he goes back to what I told you the other day. Ramban likes these intermediate kind of realities in which it won't be eating, but the other hand, it won't be totally spiritual either. It'll be something in the middle. Okay? Uh, and he says, he quotes the Gemara, the Medrash, I should say, that the Medrash says, uh, like the malachim, okay. And what that means is that the human being is is, is capable of absorbing very dachiastika, thin in the sense of of bordering on the metaphysical, but it, but it's it's not quite metaphysical. And of course, the famous example we have of this is the man in the desert, right? <coughs> I mean, what was that all about? As you know. It went in you and it didn't come out of you. It was it was it was a muzzle, but of a different nature, you see? And they were very dachistic. Uh and that's typical of the Ramban's way of thinking, to, to me anyway. And so you'll be living in a new uh, in in this world. Uh you won't have to have food bills. Uh, there won't be as food markets, things like that. If there's no food, if there's no achilashtia. So in that world, like, there won't be agriculture, correct? I mean, th- think of the consequences of this. If you're living in a world without a chilishtia, then there's no need for farms and and all the rest of it. You know, so it'll be even better than, than the garden of Eden, the Gan Eden of Adam and Eve, because there they were eating from, from trees. And here, you won't even need, you'll, you'll be nenem as if a There'll be no achila and no shtia. So... It is highly imaginative, that is to say, we can somewhat grasp what the Ramban is talking about, but not 100%. Uh, life will be so different if there's no agriculture and there's no armies. And uh, if not, without the military, I mean, you don't need a lot of the industry. You see where I'm going? You know, so so life will be geared more to the to the spiritually speculative, or maybe the spiritually nehene uh, type of thing, um, and that's why everybody wants to get an olam haba, because it'd be pure hano, okay. And uh, you know, he tries to discuss also in a very complex way to my my way of thinking. You know, what exactly is the kiyum hanafashes olam haba? you know, what kind of a living will be there. I told you, the Ramban has this tendency, because he does not want to give up on the literalness of the Agathas and the Midrashim, but on the other hand, he doesn't want to be, you know, foolish and take it in a grossly literal way. So, uh, he says, Zake and Nefesh kim gufen gufen Those who are, are Zach of Nefesh, those who are big tzadikim and have pure, pure Nefeshes, they, their bodies can, they will have bodies. But they can live on Dvar Matakim, right? And even Batakim Min Hadakim. Ki Anshimon, this kind of Baman, Nivla Bevarim. 
I mean, what does it mean? The mud was nibbled before. I mean, you ate it, it didn't come out. I mean, somehow it dissolved into your body, you know, uh, with no excretions. So, uh, but don't be surprised because it's coming. We told us or Elyon is Gashwan Samonik. It's coming from the Or Elyon. Now, God doesn't have light in heaven. Even Ramban doesn't think like that, but it's talking about different planes of existence. But the higher planes of existence, the highest, will appear in some sort of Gashmistika form. Not necessarily the way we have Gashmist now, which is more grossly feelable, I guess, or things like that. But on the other hand, it will be um, something lighter. He uses the word dock, which means thin, but of course, it doesn't mean in, in the physical sense of something being thin. He says its existence, I prefer to say its existence will border on the metaphysical, although it won't be uh, exactly metaphysical, because metaphysical wouldn't, wouldn't be there, uh, you know, in physical at all. And this will be able to register in some kind of physical way. <clears throat> now, me, myself, and I, that's just an interesting way of looking at things. Imagine a perfect world. And as I said before, a perfect world would be so different than the one we have now. And everybody, everyone who's alive there will only be exotic. So everybody will be nice to each other. You know? Uh, everybody will be... You know, it, it'll be a pleasure to deal with all other human beings. And you're... And this is, and obviously, this is the summum bonum. This is the highest they can get um, for a human being. I mean, Hashem is giving you a reward according to what the human being is capable of, of getting. Higher than this may be possible, but not for the human being. As Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu, you can't see my face. You know, uh, certain things are beyond the human. But it's an amazing experience if you get into it meaning if you're able to penetrate and, and, and live in that time. This Ramban makes very clear is the Frum approach. The other one, the Maimonidean, he says that's the Tzasi Akachme Yavon. He takes this from Greek philosophical concepts. He doesn't like it. That's typical of Ramban. You know, he always disses whatever he thinks is coming from the Goyim. Uh, I mean, by that, the Greek uh, philosophers, like he does with, uh, with uh, you know, beyond and things of that nature. And so he says, and to sum up, the way I understand it, the reward for the Nefoshes, and in the Olam Hanashamas, that's Ganadin, Kurso Ganadin. So when a person dies, right? When a person dies, he's not an Olam Habo because that hasn't happened yet. In the future, God will create or produce an olam haba along the lines that I just described. So what happens to you instead is you have a good time, the tzaddik, not the tzaddik, you have a good time in a place called Ganadin. But eventually, if you're Zoha, you'll be pulled out of Ganadin, given your goof back, and, and given the privilege of living in the olam haba. Upam karsa alivi yeshiva So the term... Ganadin is interchangeable with the Yeshiva Shomayla. And that means when they say, oh, Rebbe Lezer is, is, is learning in the Masifta de Rekia, the Yeshiva Shomayla. That's because he's still dead. You know? It's, 
the, the Olam Haba hasn't happened yet. So it's like, what do you do in that intermediate period between the time of death and the final admission into the Olam Haba? Obviously, the Yemosa Mashiach is to help the Klal Yisrael. Because again, imagine, for example, off the top of my head, let's say the Vilna Gaon died a couple hundred years ago in 1797. Well, I think I would count him as a tzaddik. Okay, so what happened to him? His neshama is in Yeshiva Shamayla and Ganadin, and it's, you know, having its good time there. But eventually, let's say for argument's sake, that the Mashiach comes in six months from now. So eventually, six months from now, the Vilna Gaon and the others will get, will, will, so, so the, the Yemos HaMashiach will have to mean that the Jewish people will kick the guy out of Israel and rebuild the base of Migdosh, things like that. Uh, that will, have, and that will be followed by a Tchiyas HaMesim, so the Vilna Gaon, who's been hanging around the, the, the Masifta Rekia, will now be yanked from there and reunited with his goof, that's the meaning of Tchiyas HaMesim, Okay, uh, all this is is not yet olam haba. Okay, um, he's talking about like I said before, the Vilna Gaon was a bizarre to to tchias hamesim. You know, I don't have any problem with that. Uh, but then, finally, right here, here it is. Once you do that, the Tchiyas HaMesim will be a, a reuniting of the Sechar Gufa Nefesh. And then, Hu Iker HaGadol Shu Tikvas Kolom Mekavel HaKadosh Baruch And then comes the final reward, the final hope for all those who are from, Olam Habo. Shabo Yashuv HaGuf Kolom Nefesh. The Olam Habo will be, a, will be a place where the Guf along with the Nefesh will go to. The nefesh will have tremendous vacas because, as I said before, not only will there not be, I mean, I forgot to add this, not only, imagine Olam Habo without Kinnah, without Sinah, without Takras, and with Hakaras Metzias Hashem, that's the best way I could put it. You see God everywhere, you know. You're in the, you're in the presence of the Shechina. You have the ultimate vacas. And so you'll be living on a high that's beyond the highest high. The the ability to be masig, the reality of God, that's like beyond the highest high. And imagine the highest high you could have in terms of uh, pleasure and, you know, multiply that a zillion times and so forth. And it's and, it's, and it goes on forever. So notice that's what Anamachava could have been, and that's what will be at the end of the situation. Uh, so it is, as I say before, kind of an intermediate. Uh, Ramban insists on the physical side of it. But as I said before, I think the most interesting and useful, this is just my opinion, the most useful part of this whole business is the consideration of something we, ne- we, we never do, Imagine if there was Olam Hazeti, you are not in right now, without Milchama, without Sinekinah, Tachras, and all that stuff. You could have, so to speak, I don't, I don't mean this literally, you could have a Ghanadian right here and now.
But the human beings are so perverse and the nations of the world are so bad to each other that, you know, they'd rather blow up the world, you know, than, than make it safe for all, all human beings. Uh, who doubts that the, the great conflicts, the Arab-Israeli conflict, the America-Russia conflict, somebody, somebody's going to blow everybody up. Uh, because they'd rather do that, like Shimshon, take down with the Philistines, than cooperate. So uh, that's a sad statement on the effects of man, the nature of mankind, but it, I think it gives you a very interesting beginning of a Hasaga and to how the Ramban sees the summum bonum, the highest, the highest good. Uh, okay, I went a little bit long. Let me once again thank Mishpachas Savansky uh, for sponsoring this series. And with that, I wish you a good week. For sponsorship opportunities or to support this podcast, please visit our donate page at www.support.rabbidavidkatz.com.